Blog Talk Radio. Strategies for Success, where every week I bring you a dynamic person to learn about and know more about what the wonderful things they're doing. Today, my guest is Ingrid Kern, and she is the author of Triumph. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Ingrid was born and raised in Vienna, Austria. She was modeling throughout Europe, did a play in Vienna, and had some small parts in a couple of movies until she moved to New York at age 30, where she got married. After being a wife for 17 years, she realized that she had given up her identity and needed to start all over again. She moved to Los Angeles in 1996, managing the back office for a dentist, moved on to Family Four downtown, and after a couple of years, ended up in real estate, also managing a couple of businesses. I'm sorry, managing a couple of buildings. Starting in 2008, she participated in the senior games for four years in track and field, earning a bronze and a silver for California nationwide. She came in sixth and seventh. During the years of rigorous training, she finally connected to the physical pain her father had afflicted on her. She was abused by her father when she first set eyes on her at age three. Her saving grace was that he passed away when she was almost 18 and she felt free. Ingrid reconnected with poetry, after which she wrote, What's Your Monster's Name?, where she interviewed quite a few people, telling her how they applied a certain life skill to overcome difficult situations. Triumph, her latest book, is about her own journey. She is currently editing a workbook and guides seven steps to training your monster. A couple of other projects are also in the work. Her website, if you want to know more about it, is ingridkern-author.com. And you can take a, book, uh, take a peek at, her, at the books there. Welcome, Ingrid. I'm so happy to have you on my show. How are you today? Hi, Robbie. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so very much for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be on your show. Thank you. You're welcome. How long have you been writing? Hmm. Well, I was writing when I was growing up in Vienna, but I stopped writing after my father broke open my diary and, uh, it was a little little unhappy because he read what happened. I wrote the truth, what happened, and he was not happy about that. So I stopped writing. I was afraid to write the truth. So And then uh, I started writing again when I was in America, when after I moved to America. And I thought that poetry will allow me to write 
and I don't have to write about the truth. I still was hiding within the poetry. And it took me a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work and a lot of going back to the time because I never thought that I had a problem. Um, And it's interesting how people always said, you're so different and you're fractured. And I said, what do you mean fractured? I'm not fractured. That's who I am. And then when I started taking courses, I realized I had to go all the way back and deal with the past, which was very traumatic and very painful. But I was, I was determined to go there and heal myself. And that's how I started writing, interviewing people for what's your monster's name. And uh, it's interesting how many people have been abused emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physically. It's, uh, it's terrifying. Was this your first book or did you have other books prior to this one? No. I, so I published two books of poetry and then when I wanted to write about my story, somehow a, a writing coach came into my life and I told him that I want to write about me. And he said, listen, you're not Elizabeth Taylor. Nobody knows you. Go out and interview people and let them tell you how they applied a certain life skill to go through difficult situations. And that's what I did. And that is my book, What's Your Monster's Name? And then after six years or whatever it was, then when I started training for the senior games, I was running the 100-meter sprint. Uh, My coach said, keep a journal. And through that, it was the first time I connected to the physical pain. Before, I was just dealing with the mental pain and with all the situations, why do I react the way to some people? How is my relationship to money? All these little things. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I haven't thought about this in 60 years wow. so, or 50 years. Yeah. So it, it was amazing. I was, it, it was flabbergasting to me to, uh, to connect to that and then uncover why I react to people a certain way. Why do I deal with business a certain way? And it was, it was eye-opening. And people say, oh, my God, it's so much work. Would you do it again? Absolutely, because it allowed me to become Ingrid. Why, what made you want to write the book? I mean, like you said, everything was so painful, but what made you want to write this book? Well, <laughs> to help other people, of course, because to me it was um, – when I started writing, I, I kept the, uh, the journal about the, the training And then besides that, I started, things came up about how my father beat me and kicked me and punched me and threw me down a flight of stairs and threw me against the wall and all this other stuff. Um, I said, you know what? I am doing this now 
in my 60s, what if there must be people who are afraid to do that and confront the issue? People need help. I finally, very much later after I was finished with, my, with the games, I, for the first time, I was confronted with a veteran And I said, I can't handle that by myself. It reminded me of my father and I was standing in front of him and I said, "Ah, what's coming next? Is he going to beat me? And I said, I need help. That's how I got to uh, work with a, a psychologist. And I said, you know what? My book will show people that I was able to do that in my late 60s. So read the book, get help. Get help. There's help out there. Everybody can heal. You just have to have the desire to be who you are and become the person you were born to be. So how did it help you tame your monster? Understanding what happened, that it was not my fault. It's, you know, and to forgive I had to do a lot of searching to do in order to be able to forgive my father because when he was alive, I I only wanted him dead. I wanted to kill him. Wow. I, uh, in my teenage years, I said, okay, so what can I do now? Because bringing home all A's doesn't happen, doesn't work for him. That was expected. If I had one B... Or in Austria, I went to school in Austria, it was a two. If I had a two and that was in the religion, he would beat me because that's unacceptable. It didn't matter what it was. So I had to come to a point where I said, okay, what can I do now? How far will he go? Will he kill me? Because think about it. You're 15, 16, you know, I mean, even 14. And it doesn't matter. He would find a reason to beat me to a pulp. He would come home on Saturday and say, okay, show me what you, how you, uh, what you learned in, in your piano lesson. And I was scared out of my wits. And, of course, I hit the wrong note. So he threw me down the stool, trampled on me, and he said, this is how you have to do it. So, you know, you're living then in your own world and say, what can I do now, you know? And your mother never interfered it, to stop him? No, no. My father was afraid, my mother was afraid of him because my father had a mistress. And it was, you have to understand, it was after World War II, two children, where right. do you go? And once I heard True. my mother, she said, I'm going to get a divorce. And he said, and I heard him saying, you go get a divorce. You are nothing without me. And I said, I will never end up like my mother. Never. I will be in control. Well, I gave up that control. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what is your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is that I can help a lot of people, that I can be out there showing people, look at me, what I did, what I was able to do, and uh, the ultimate goal is life without pain for everybody, you know, which is a dream, which is a, 
sort of in an illusion, but I feel as long as I think positive and I have a positive outlook on life, good things will happen. And I know I'm affecting people because I am gifting my book to a lot of people and getting an email back thanking me what it did to them or the person they gifted the book to is is the best gift for me. Yeah, that's absolutely cool. How are you going to communicate this to people? How do you plan to do this? Well, right now I'm working on a seven steps to taming the monster, a workbook, um, which is very time consuming because I know what I did to to get to that point, but to go back and put that into words so people follow steps is a little more difficult. So I'm working on that and hopefully perfecting it and then putting it out. And that will be an accompanying ebook to the, uh, to the book Triumph. Oh, that's good. Are you planning on a sequel? I don't know if a sequel is the right thing to do because, yes, of course, there's always more to learn. There's another layer, another layer. But I think that uh, I am working on a novel, which is something totally different. And I'm also working on uh, a very funny little book. Uh, about lies and truths and had that, have that illustrated and because I love to laugh and I love to make people laugh. There's nothing more uh, gratifying than having put a, put a smile or a laugh into people's faces. Um, so what is your next project? My next project, as I said, I am working on the seven steps to taming the monster the uh, 50 truths and 50 lies there with the illustrator. And then the novel, I am in the middle of the book. It will be like a little mystery, romance, uh, little something. Some so of us worry how to write one book. And... I said some of us <laughs> worry yeah. about and writing one book. And, and that's very different. Project. I know, and yeah. that one is very different. The novel is very different because I realized I have to uh, develop the characters and then how do the characters uh, go to each other? And then on one page I said, wait a minute, what's this name? Wait a minute, I don't know that name. Oh, oh, I, 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 I put a name on a person which had another name on page three. <laughs> so it's a little more involved. So I have to focus on that. It's not, you don't just write your feelings and your experience. You are writing about something you're making up. So to me, that's a little different. Uh, you did uh, uh, the New York Book Expo in 2018 and a book signing in um, Los Angeles, at the Los Angeles Times Festival. How, uh, how was your book re- uh, received there? Oh, my gosh. So at the Book Expo... That was amazing. Uh, 100 books flew out in 45 minutes. I had a, an, an hour of, I don't remember, was it? A, yeah, I think I had an hour or half an hour 
of book signing at the book expo and people were standing in line to get the book. And I have to thank my, my uh, illustrator for that because the cover of the book is phenomenal. It's a, a phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh, so people wow. just love the book, right? And uh, at the um, Festival of Books uh, at uh, USC, I also had a book signing, and uh, all my books went out again. So, and uh, it makes me happy, you know, that uh, it doesn't matter that I didn't sell it. To me, it's really important that people read the book. And if they themselves didn't experience any abuse, give it to somebody who was in a, in, in, a, in a situation like that. You know, it's, it's so you know, important. You know that, uh, Ingrid, do you know that Barnes & Noble and um, Nordstrom do book signings as well? Did you know that? No, I didn't. So what you need to do is you call, contact your community relations person at both of the places. Like uh, we have a book coming out and we're doing the book signing, the launch at, uh, at, uh, at um not Neiman Marcus, um, um, what is it? Uh, Nordstrom? Nordstrom's, yes. Um, but, you know, and so that's another idea for you to get that, to reach other people. So you might, oh, yeah, there's definitely. a lot of, uh, you had a couple of book reviews, Hollywood Book Review and Kirkus. What what does that entail yes. and what, what, come at, what came out of that? I had a good book review that's, that's um, well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm lying. I have a lot of marketing companies call me, and they want to do something which entails spending a lot of money. Uh, I had the book review and the book review, and I saw the book review, and you, you were recommended. So there is only so much I can do, really, because I'm self-published. And that opened my eyes to when you are being published by a traditional uh, publisher, they are spending all the money. And it's a lot. There is a lot involved. It's not just to put... And I had my book at the Jarget uh, Book Fair last year in the Middle East. And I got calls from that. Yeah. And unfortunately, this year, the London Book Fair is canceled because of the virus. And right. uh, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on where I say, okay, what do I do? How much can I do? And I think that the next step, and that's very, I'm very thankful for you to point that out, is readings, you know? Right. Book signings and maybe readings in smaller bookstores. And you my know, books are was... also on on Amazon. So, you know, yes, a couple of people buy it. And I have friends in Australia that bought the book. So I'm doing here something and there something. And we'll see have where it gets me. A, have you ever thought about writing a screenplay? Since you're such a great writer. Yes, I was thinking about that. But that's another another way of writing. So, because people have asked me, uh, why don't you write a screenplay? I said, okay. But then I looked into screenwriting. So that's a whole different uh, 
area. So I would have to take a course for sure in order to do that. Because yeah, like that's your different. book could be a your your book could be a great lifetime museum, you know, on lifetime. I know, you or, know, or it's interesting Walmart. because because uh, in the beginning when I first started training, so at the first competition in uh, Pasadena for for uh, for California, that was my first competition in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, through my real estate work. I know somebody who is a producer, and he said, let's make a movie. And he sent two, uh, two uh, young women who uh, filmed the whole thing, and they were saying, you know what, we are following you. But, of course, following me had to entail that they are not getting paid for anything, and they were young and inexperienced in the business, so they – needed to make money so they needed to to do what they had to do but yes yes it would be a great little movie but I don't know how I I mean I started my novel uh, in 1991 and I haven't looked at that until a couple of months ago and I got so excited because it's really exciting to read so I said, I have to finish that. So I don't yeah. want to get splintered. I already, so one is done. The, the lies and the truth that's done for me, that's just with the illustrator. The seven steps, I have to fine tune because I want to put something out where people say, okay, that makes sense. Instead of saying, well, what does that mean? Well, okay, I do that. It has to be in detail because there is so much work involved that I have to go back in my mind. What did I do? What did I? It's it's not it's not working by saying okay, you you face your monster, you have to face it, and then you have to deal with it. Yeah, what do right. you have to do? You know. How much writing? How 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 much writing do you do every day or every week? Do you have a set line oh that you do it or? Yeah, well, the problem is I am very busy. I'm managing a big building, and uh, sometimes I can't write at all for a week or two because I have to take care of my business. You know. Right, and uh, then sometimes I have a week or two where I write every day. So I'm not a conventional writer, uh, writer you know, where they say, uh-huh. "Okay, I'm writing every day from eight to 10. That's yeah, not... I, I don't think I could do that either. It would be nice, you know, to be that disciplined. But then something comes up, you know, there is a leak, or there is this, or I have to go there and that, and I do a lease and do this, and I'm like, oh, okay, have to do that now. Can't do that later, you know. So, but I'm, so I'm okay with you, how it goes. What is the message you want to give your readers, and how can people reach you? My message is. You have to put yourself first. You have to make sure that your mental, emotional, physical, psychological, and spiritual health is intact. Because without that, 
you cannot help anybody else. And there are people who are married and have children, and they are fractured like I was. And unless they are healing themselves, they will not be whole. And it is such an experience to finally say, wow, I feel so much lighter. I feel so much better. Yay, I'm happy. I'm really happy. And yes, of course, there's another layer. But you're dealing with that layer in such a different way because you worked on yourself. And that entails, yes, you have to go all the way back. People can reach me through my... my, Give them your contact. Wait, just a minute, Ingrid, on the contact. I'm sure that as people start to go back, it's really very painful. And and so how when you re, when you started to go back and you reached the pain, how did you then start up and move forward again? I think that's a very important point. Yeah, well, there's a lot of purging. You know, I was curled up on the floor, crying, screaming, cursing, throwing up, and just getting it all out. It was, you know, I think that because I was physically abused in such a terrible way, that I had to physically real, get rid of it. So the purging was incredible. And then the next day, you know, then whenever same, something came up again, a pain in my foot or a pain in my leg or something, I would get in touch with it. And I say, how, that, how does that, how, how does that relate to the pain my father did to me? And I just went there. I think that the most important is the first step. And then everybody is different. Everybody has a different way of addressing the issues and how it comes up. I think it's an innate feeling everybody has. How do I connect to that? How can I heal that? And if people are open, then it will come to them. That's great. And All yes, right, of course, how- there, can be, there can be help. Yes, of course. All right. Let them know how they can reach you. Through my website, ingridkern-author.com, and uh, send me an email, and I will respond. Uh, my email address, if you would like that, is Ingrid, the letter U as in umbrella, Kern, Ingrid U. Kern at gmail.com. Well, again, I, uh, I'm just so happy that we got to talk about this because I can see where this book and your workbook that you're coming up with is going to help so many people. I mean, I have a copy of the book, and it's amazing. It's an amazing book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you so much. We're down, we're down to two minutes, so I want to thank you very much for being my guest today. We've been talking with Ingrid Kern, the author of Triumph, and it's an amazing book, and it can help a lot of people out there. And watch for her other books coming up. Um, And Ingrid, do you like to go to groups and speak 
and, and present your book that way or? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. If something comes up, I'm happy to come. Okay. So if your group is looking for a speaker, give her a call. And if you know any places that she can do uh, book signings, let her know that too. Again, uh, Ingrid, tell them your your website and your email one more time. It's Ingrid Kern-Author, A-U-T-H, or.com and my email address is Ingrid the letter U is in umbrella Kern K-E-R-N at gmail.com and I All right. am I want to thank thrilled you. I'm absolutely thrilled to be on your show thank you so so very much I'm so grateful I thank you having, Robbie I love I loved having you and uh, when you get the other books out we'll do another one all right Okay, thank you so very much, and have a blessed day. Okay, this is Robbie Motter again, the host of Diva Strategies for Success. Our next show is going to be on the 26th, and my guest will be Virginia Earl. So tune in then. We won't be doing the show next week because I will be at the San Diego Connected Women Awards at the Hilton in Mission Valley. But the 26th will be our next one. And, again, tune in. And uh, if you've missed today, tune in. And you can listen to this show at any time. Um, I'm happy to have had her on the show because she's a beautiful, beautiful individual. And the book is amazing. So author of Triumph. The book is called Triumph. And she said you can buy it online as well. So. Thank you again, and tune in to Diva Strategies for Success on another day. Thank you, Robbie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.